thanks for joining us for another episode of Riding Through the Ages, our revolving journey through the eras of Common Rider. I'm Eric. I'm Eugene. And today we'll be watching episode 7 of Common Rider 01 entitled, I'm a Hot-Blooded Huma Gear Teacher. It aired October 13th, 2019. It was written by Masaya Kake, directed by Koei Yamaguchi. <laughs> um, so, what do you think this was about? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. Hot, human gear teacher. Although, that seems like a really... Wait, wait, wait. Hot-blooded human gear teacher. See, now that's when things get weird for me, because it's like, okay... Making a robot teacher is already, I think, a bad decision because it's like, well, okay. At the end of the day, you have a strict curriculum and you're just doing whatever you're, sp- you're supposed to do. But there just seems like there's so many edge case situations. Although they, they are pretty advanced. So you could have like every single edge case or like every single teaching technique. Well, hot blood teacher. In. I'm figuring uh, physical ed. That's my point. It's like that's such a weird thing and it's like i mean they every... come on they had they had human gear manga artist yeah true i'm just wondering what the hell do people do <laughs> what do people do <laughs> like what is anybody's job <laughs> <laughs> well ideally you want to make it so that uh nobody has to do anything yeah right? i mean what's what's the purpose of life like what is everyone doing all day um so far we have seen people selling human gear yeah selling human gear one old guy doing sushi. Well, no, he was passing that on to a human gear. Yeah, because he can't do it no more. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, even then, at the last bastion. So, but, I mean, in the manga episode, they pointed that out, that uh, humans can only beat human gear in creativity. Yeah. So that's probably where the ideal would be going, is that everybody would be creative. God help you if you... <laughs> If you're not creative. <laughs> you're not creative. Weed him out. Let him die. <laughs> yeah. He's not going to be able to breathe. He's never created anything. <laughs> It's a sad life. There's an uprising brewing in this. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a it's it's a weird concept. I mean, it's interesting because, like we like we said, it's we haven't come across the thi- this the typical android story Mm-mm. that you'd see in a western thing. No, definitely not. Where they're taking our jobs, right? It's more everyone's cool with it. Yeah. Well, and the people who aren't are are for weird reasons. Yeah, or unexplained reasons. Um, where it's. They don't have passion. They killed my whole family. <laughs> yeah, there's that. We don't know if they killed his whole family. All his classmates. At the very least. At the very least, everybody he went to school with. Um, I still think a human He needs sick. a survival horror prequel manga. I'm pretty sure uh, he was saved by probably a human gear. Most likely. Well, if I, I, I mean, I just feel like a survival horror prequel manga. <laughs> I kind of want to see it. <laughs> just him running through the halls and just classmates getting ripped up maybe hiding out in a well, I storage took, shed or something i was just i haven't started reading it but i just glanced through the kuga manga oh yeah and it's so different totally totally different doesn't follow the story at all or well um yeah it doesn't follow the story at all also it's the kuga manga is kuga and agito together oh um there's this whole thing where supposedly they were initially supposed to be connected like how mm. the original common writer shows were okay but there was this whole thing that the, I think it was the writer for Kuga said something along the lines of, I couldn't, ha- it, it just wouldn't make sense for, for it to be because Godai would be there helping. Ah, uh, yeah, he wouldn't just, yeah. <laughs> so they, so there was hints of it at the start of the show at Agito, you'll see it when we get there, but then it just kind of fell and, apart. And then it became each one was standalone for most part. Okay. Um. And like we talked about before, there's good and bad things about connections and being standalones. Mm. Like 
you wouldn't be able to do a story like Zero One if it was all connecting because it's a whole different yeah, world. Yeah, a whole different world. Um, but you're able to do cool things with, uh, like, the Phase 2 main ones. Yeah. Uh, double. Well, I mean, I feel like... They're, like, they're kind of connected. But I feel like it's one of those things that uh, I don't see an issue with it being separate or continued, you know, as long as it makes sense. Yeah. Like, okay, you could always, at any point, have a three- or four-season thing where it's all connected if you want it. I don't know if you would. I'm just saying that... Well, like, there's the crossover movie, and sometimes they have to fudge a little bit for the crossover movie. Uh-huh. Uh and sometimes they make complete and utter sense. Sometimes they don't make any sense whatsoever. Sometimes it's just... Just, here you go. Oh, for this hour and a half, you happen to live in the same world. Uh, Build and uh, X-Aid had to have a... Um, they're from alternate u- universes. Okay. Because Build, like, there's a giant wall that separates Japan into three sections because hmm. of the opening of the Pandora's box that they got from Mars. You know, which... Okay. That's not a spoiler. That's the, that happens the first two minutes of the show. Okay. But, um... And is said at the beginning of every episode. <laughs> Just to so, remind you. <laughs> so Japan is split into three countries, and that's where the story takes place. So Okay. But XA takes place on a somewhat normal world. Without the big wall. So yeah, yeah. to have a crossover movie, you would need to do something. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> so uh, doing these crossover movies, it's like, you could end up jamming peanut butter and chocolate together and having Reese's and everybody loves it. And then sometimes it's chocolate and wasabi. And there's like <laughs> three people that are really into it. And everyone else is just kind of like, what? I don't get it. <laughs> well, sometimes it makes sense. Decade, when a decade crosses over double, decade's whole thing is that he goes to alternate reality. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't. It's like whatever. Meh. <laughs> a decade, every couple of episodes, he's going to an alternate reality. Uh, And then... Zio was all messed up but there was actually a supplemental material in Zio one of the they were talking about the rules of the writer watches and one of the rules is don't question complicated things you just let it go <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> it's a good rule because well, like one of the characters looked like a certain like the actor but in the show he had become a different actor <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> and oh, so it's just don't question complicated things. Anyways, um, so since we don't have much to say about this, uh, you've just been, uh, what have you been doing? Oh, what have I been doing? Oh man, just just hammering down kanji. It's a it's a rabbit hole. Yes, like you you learn one, and then there's like nine more. Yeah. Uh-huh. When you first look at kanji, the Japanese language, you think this is stupid. Yeah. And then you start looking at it, you're like, well, it's not so bad actually. It's not the worst thing. You know. Yeah. If you if you look at them in, not as letters but as pictures, right? All of a sudden things start making sense. Yeah, it's like don't treat it as a like a single word. Think about okay, it's like it could be. What I'm concepts. To say is don't get caught up on the meaning of one single thing because that meaning can change when combined with other things. Yeah, concepts. Perfect yeah. way to explain it. Like we were just watching, and there was uh, surpass and person, mm-hmm. which surpass was used as. Super, so it's chojin, which is superhuman, mm-hmm. and it makes sense because it's surpassing a human. Yeah, exactly. Or the other one is uh, warrior and utensil is weapon. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, one of the, one of the ones I I really liked, I thought was kind of funny. Um, the word, the meaning is essentially like clod or clump or clot, uh, like you know mud or something like yeah. that. Like a thing. So the it's made up of earth obviously and like uh the same word for a ghost or demon or monster or something like that so all together uh it's like earth demon if you were to just read it literally which would be weird yeah but it means clot or clump or clot or you know and i was just thinking yeah that makes perfect sense because if you're out there you know you got your hoe and you're you're cutting in a a, a furrow or whatever it's called 
and you hit a rock and you have to sit there all day like yeah. beating a rock out of the way so you can plant rice and then like fill the hole up so that way you it's don't de- trip over it's, it. It's a demon in the dirt, yeah. As far as the farmer's concerned. Or how uh, earth is uh, ground mm-hmm. and ball. Oh, yeah. GQ is, this is like the country for it is ground and a ball, mm. which civilized the world. I have to be careful not to say the world, though. But, um, oh, yeah, you've been watching too much Tokusatsu now. That, <laughs> oh, no, that's, uh, that's JoJo. Oh. <laughs> that's, uh, I believe it's Dio stand is the world. The world. Uh, anyways, I have been playing Persona 5 Royal. Mm-hmm. I got it a week ago, and I've put 70 hours in it. <laughs> it's like having a part-time job. Yeah, it's your new life. It's my new life. I read an article about how I read an article about how it's uh it's perfect because it's it's pretty much digital tourism. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it it was worth it so far. Oh yeah, it's so good. It's like forget the other game. The uh the other game is just is was awesome too. So it's like the director's cut, right? To the point where it was like a year ago the last time I played the game, and so sometimes I'm I'm th- and I played the game twice in a row. Mm-hmm. It's a seventy hour game. I played it twice in a row. And so I'm I'm going through and I'm I'm thinking to myself was it was this in the main one was this not <laughs> and also the palaces the the big worlds they've been changed enough so that they're familiar but also a challenge because they're new because mm. there's a bunch of new mechanics so so is there any value in playing the not royal version I, I wouldn't think so I mean uh, especially because of the time investment in the game is required yeah it's better just to go straight with the the more the, the one that's got you know all the extra thing all the extra stuff there was extra stuff three minutes into the game yeah they're like, they're already putting extra stuff in there and i can imagine it's probably not much more expensive oh it's it's more expensive now how much so that it, it just came out so the royal is 60 bucks uh-huh you can get the regular persona for 20 oh okay i figured yeah i, I didn't think it would drop that much because it's it's part of the greatest hits on ps4 oh Solid. So you can it, it's considered one of the better games on the PS4. Mm. So you can get it for like twenty bucks. That's so not or on sale for like for digitally like ten bucks. Okay, so there you go. There's the upside. That's the value to it. Playing on a budget. Yeah. Otherwise, don't. Don't. I wouldn't even say the value of the budget. I mean, I have them both, but that's just because I bought it when it first came out. Yeah, it's like let's. It's like the choice between large fries and supersized fries, and then that choice was taken from me. <laughs> Because before it was not a choice. It's more like, do I do I eat? Um, it's more like, do I get off the dollar menu the worst food, <laughs> yeah. or do I go to a restaurant? Yeah, get a and real get a burger. real burger with real fries, mm-hmm. and have a sit down experience, <laughs> and and uh, and be given a great book to read. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and a little extra. Yeah, because it, it's so there is so much to it because there's this whole other um achievement system also mm. because there's this thieves den which is a thing and you get a whole new achievements because on the ps4 they have the achievement the achievements and the achievements are i was looking at them these are less than the last one it's because in the game there's a whole achievement system that isn't in the uh other one. Oh, okay and to get like 100 percent completion of this game you you have to play it at least 10 times in a row whoa because you have to there's 10 
I think it's 10, 10 romanceable characters. Oh, so then you have to complete it and you can't have more than one in an ending. Okay, I understand. Because you actually get an item from them at the end and you can bring it into the new game plus. Oh, so you just keep playing new game plus. All right. Well, I like the, I like the new game plus. Well, option. the new game plus is nice because you don't get to keep your levels, but you get to keep your compendium of all your persona, mm. which is what your stats are based off of. Okay. Um, you get to keep all your items and equipment, so you get to keep all your, like, the top-level tier mm. weapons and, and gear, and you get to keep um, your money. Okay. Relevant. And your social stats. Okay. Which are the hardest thing to level up. Literally, I've been playing it, and I've been foregoing <laughs> hanging out with the friends in the game, the confidants, because I'm... My, this is the day I gotta go so that I can level up my guts. Oh, you're just focusing on that <laughs> because I know that plus. will carry over. Because <laughs> I'm already thinking about my second playthrough. Right, you're already like okay. my first playthrough. You yet. gotta have it all planned out. There's like a calendar. Oh, there, there is like a. It's almost impossible. It's almost impossible to get your full stats up because uh, for your full stats up and all your confidence hmm. because you have to choose doing one or the other. Yeah, yeah. So it's an amazing game. It's it's pretty much. Uh, yeah, it's it's a magical schoolboy the game, <laughs> and it's pretty fun. Uh, anyways, so I do have one question before we watch yeah. the episode. So last time, uh, just remember exactly what happened. We had uh, almost change of heart from one of the villains, but then something happened to where that didn't happen, and he was forced to change. And we don't know if he's been brainwashed or if he just got power hungry and enjoys being with right because now he has the stolen wing. Yes, which uh, is his 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 fork. Right, and it looks way cooler. Yeah. So I'm thinking that he'll never get that one back. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, honestly, he didn't really do that well with it anyways, so. He used it like twice. Yeah, it's like, meh. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, so that, that was exactly what happened, and then it ended on, oh, and we also saw the Hornet. Yes. Right, so okay. probably going to see that again, maybe. That'd be nice. Um, it's kind of cool. Yeah. So most likely, I'm guessing the zero one's probably gonna need another form because he just lost a form. So I would hope need, so. He needs yeah. another one. And plus, I think he's, no, he's not due. It would be either him or Vulcan. Uh. Yeah, but it's probably going to be zero one, one and then Vulcan will probably get a th- another one. I mean, that's just how it goes. Yeah, right. Um, just going to keep going. Let's see here. We're only at seven. Probably around 12 or 13 we'll get a mid-form upgrade, mm. which will be some. So how it usually works is they get mid-form and then a, 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 like a, a semi-form and then their final form. Mm-hmm. Usually their final form allows them to use all the powers that they've had from all of their form. Oh, it's usually like a conglomerate form that allows them to do all. Yeah, it's like a big old amalgamation of everything that's yeah. good. Not always. No. Well, I mean, we're uh, not even there yet. I mean, we haven't zero's, finished this arc. Zero's final form was infinity, <laughs> which just allowed him to have unlimited power. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> which he had to lose and then gain back because if he just had it, he just beat people. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we are gonna go watch that. All right. <laughs> And we're back. Always so much with Zero One. Yeah, whole lot going on very <laughs> fast. I can see how an arc could be wrap up in however many episodes. It's like but sixteen. Yeah. So we're almost halfway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it was like sixteen and then fourteen, I think, because they're on thirty and they're on the third one. Right. Yeah. Um. So unlike the other shows, it just gets right in on it. You oh, don't yeah. get it like a breather till once the show starts. So it starts with um. Izu and uh, Hiden walking down the street, and Hiden's like resetting. Yeah, and then Izu explains what that is, which is basically the person that the person that owns the human gear at any point can just basically well reset it reset. straightforward. Fa- I mean, factory defaults. Everything that 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 means. 
And if they can't do it, the owner or the uh, manufacturer can. Yes. So uh, basically right now, the president of the company is going on an IT call. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. A teacher asked for them to show up, and then they're showing up. And it's just like, don't you have guys for this? <laughs> yeah. But I I mean, obviously, it's the, as I call it, the SG-1 phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. But um, it's also Hiden Arata. He wants to be part of everything. Yeah, he wants to get involved. He wants to understand. And it's he just wants like... to... And we're always talking about... They're talking about um, every episode about contracts. And I'm guessing, like, a school is a pretty big contract because we see there's there's like a dozen human gear at this school. Yeah. Um. So, especially since he's the new company president, he's going around to the bigwigs. Yeah. And getting it. And it's mostly just because he, they're the only actors they have. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's the real reason. Everything else is just the explanation. And so they meet the the teacher. He must be the you know the what head teacher. He, he, he's never called the principal. No, he's just he's just a, a teacher with clout. But, he, but it just hit me. We have not seen the vice president for several episodes. Yeah, yeah, since like episode three or something like that, or four or whatever. Uh, he was in the the one with the tour guide it was yeah. the last one I think we've seen. So him. that'd be four. Yeah, that's it's like what the heck? It's things have changed. It's new stories now. Uh, we see him in the the intro. Yeah, we get to see him in the <laughs> intro. But I don't know. It just occurred to me. I was like, man, wait. Yeah, we haven't, we haven't seen, seen him in a long time. Uh, they made him out to be like he was going to be a much bigger deal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But my thought is probably they they get a feeling that uh, that's not the strength. I mean, he might come up. Again. Yeah, maybe he's like a second art character. Because we're still tr- we're still establishing. Yeah, we're still yeah. establishing things. Anyway, so um, he meets like the head teacher, who says that yeah, the basketball club's about to uh, disband anyway. So let's just reset this robot who's uh, but, malfunctioning uh, essentially. Well, no, right. they say what's the problem, and then right before, right then mm-hmm. is when the parents show up, and yeah. the parents are all angry at him because um. Basically, because the club is going long. Yeah, because the the gym teacher is keeping them there. Well, the basketball coach is t- keeping them there longer than uh, practice is, is supposed is, to be. The parents are complaining because it's throwing off their kids, get, not giving the kids enough time to study. Yeah, what happens if they don't pass, pass their, their exams? exams? Then they God won't have us. a life. Oh, no, uh, they'll have to have human gears do everything for them. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean... Now college is even more important because manual labor is out the... Uh, well, well, here's my whole point of it. College is really not going to teach you to be creative. <laughs> I mean, the, the, nothing. The only thing they could teach you, and that's the whole point of teaching, well, well, is a technical well, thing that but, anybody but what can see, learn. But what we've seen is that the only uh, things we haven't seen a human gear do is business. I feel like uh, if you... Oh God, can you imagine a human gear that knows everything there is to know about business and is just a shrewd? I mean, even calculating even, individual. Even the uh, even the voice actress human gear had a human agent, right? So those were the the agent part, which you would think would be the other way, right? You'd think you'd have a a digital agent, yeah, and a voice actress be the. But like, I mean, how much studying in high school do you need to do for business in college? I mean, I don't know, <laughs> but. Business, business, That's business. just a holdover from Japanese uh, culture and not necessarily human gear society yeah. culture. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so the parents are all upset, and this is when uh, Fuwa shows up. Because yeah. Fuwa just says, I guess I run into you all the time. Yeah, because they, um, um, yeah, he shows up because he got 
a call from Parents. or Ames got a call from uh, the student or the teacher board or something like that. They, I think that, the that parents were complaining to them yeah. that the teacher was uh, the coach. Yeah, the coach was just doing more than necessary, essentially. Well, yeah, what it turns out is that all the, the extracurricular activity is run by human gears, so like all the clubs, all the sports clubs, mm-hmm. and they're they go into the gym. And the teacher points out that all the other clubs get out on time when they're supposed to. and But the basketball club stays an hour late every day. Mm-hmm. And you see that they're practicing. And there's only five members of the basketball club. Correct. Which is just, just enough. Just enough. Basically, if there was any less, they would... Uh, Be forced to disband. Yeah. Because then they can't do anything with their club. So no activities, no club. Yeah. And then... Oh, wait. When does it go to the opening? Oh, it goes to the opening before that because it goes to the opening when he says hot-blooded coach. Yeah, because Fuwa walks up and says that... The coach is hot-blooded and... Yeah, I heard that the coach is hot-blooded. It's just like hot-blooded coach and it goes to the opening. I just wanted to point out that in the opening, they now have Hornet in the opening. Oh, do they? It's one of those mystery ones that are blacked out as showing up. No, remember that uh, Valkyrie has the form Hornet Mm -hmm. and there's a montage in the middle of the intro that shows all the other forms and Hornet's in there now. Okay. So they just throw that in. It'll be going on and... Probably the new form will probably be in the next one. Okay. It's just interesting to see. I uh, Was there anything else about the intro? Because I watch the intro every time, and I try to see something new all the time. I'm usually writing something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, so the opening. And then doesn't it go to... No, like, I was trying to remember where the opening goes versus... Because there's a scene in Daybreak Town. Mm-hmm. I mean, at some point before we get to the next scene, we can just describe it as having happened. So. Yeah. So right. anyways, so the problem is is that uh, Fua points out that he's an hour late every day and a human gear shouldn't even be a second late. Right. Yeah, it so just doesn't make sense. doesn't make sense. And there's a whole thing about the practice, shows the practice. The teacher calls them all by their numbers. Mm-hmm. And he gives them a baseball truth type thing well no the daybreak town did definitely happen before this so i think it happened the opening and then it went daybreak town yeah and then the yeah because uh, because what happens next it happens in the middle of yeah all this so so um after the opening it goes to daybreak town right and at daybreak town and it's horobi's on his working at his bench and Jin comes in with another guy yeah and says hey horobi what's this guy for yeah what are we doing with our little friend here and he says, I'm training him to be a specialized assassin. Yeah. He's like, oh, what? We, uh, my gears can learn and become stronger? Yeah. yeah. Spe- specialization. <laughs> um, works for insects. Might as well work for human gears. Right. <laughs> and uh, he gives him a human gear, the dodo. Yeah, the dodo. Uh, uh, I don't even know what to call it. Progrise key. key. Yeah, progrise key. Is it a progrise key? Oh, extendrise key. Extendrise. Yeah, something like that. Key. Yeah. Gives him the, the <laughs> dodo key. The dodo key. Uh, which is nice, so we don't have to look up what this animal, this ex- extinct animal is about. Right. <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. yeah. It's based off of a dodo, I think. <laughs> um, there's a little thing with uh, uh, Little Assassin, as it's called. Um, it's very, he's been a, he's shown a picture of Arata, mm. and he's told to assassinate Zero One. Yeah. And he's, he, whenever he ends a sentence, he ends it like kind of trying to be cutesy. Yeah. It's very, I don't know. I wonder if uh, Gene got in there and <laughs> taught him some stuff he's not supposed to do. Well, there's no telling what he was. We, so yeah, what was that. his job before yeah. this? I mean, he's in this black suit. I mean, it could be that he didn't have any job before and that he was made for this. True. Because Hordo be made Jin. 
arguably. Maybe. Well, he says he, says he, he says he did. <laughs> so, I mean, there's there's chances that he's he's made him. True. But if not, true. who knows? Uh, so, yeah, he shows him a picture of Hedan and says, go kill him. And then he does this sort of, yeah, I, I, I can't even do it without feeling super cringy in myself. Yeah. I need to sleep tonight. I need to not worry about that. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, he kind of, he tries to be cutesy, but it's just whatever. It's It, it shows that there's not something just not right. Right. <laughs> Um, and then it goes to the yeah, them walking to the gym, the gym. Kobe yes. is the name of the coach, right? Uh, which yeah, is, I know, right? I just, I, I just really got that now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't get because they said it in Jap- with a Japanese accent, but yeah, Kobe, Kobe. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so there's a, f- a funny thing where uh, Aruta says, "Well, if he's got a problem, why don't you just reset them?" He's like, oh, I tried. I He's tr- like, don't you think I would have tried? I, I, I would have called if you it was that easy. Tried. And then it goes and it shows that, uh, like, a flashback where they're they're jogging, they're jogging, the, and they're doing the, the coach laps. and the team members. And the teacher comes up with the little controller and he's about ready to press the reset button. Yeah, he's kind of hiding behind a tree, so I feel like this isn't the first time. And then Kobe wants over. He's like, "What are you doing?" And he's just like, "Oh yeah, the parents are complaining." And yeah, and then he's just like, uh, "He's says, like, I'm just doing what I've been programmed to do." Yeah, he basically starts talking very like faster than human. Well, I mean, obviously auctioneers do it, but it's the the pacing is faster than normal. And he's telling him all the stuff that he does, and he's like, "Do you want to do all this stuff?" Right. It's like, do you, yeah, do you want to do all this stuff on top of, and then he lists all the stuff that he does too. So it's like, here's all the stuff I do. Here's all the stuff you do. Do you, do you want, want to do, do what all? I'm doing? <laughs> and he's just like, right, okay. And so, so he then, and, uh, uh, well, I think it was Izu says basically he talked you out of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, then it goes to. Uh, Arvita says that he likes he likes uh, Kobe because he see he likes his style. Yeah, because you get to, you can see him doing uh, some pretty cool coaching techniques, and he's interacting with them by uh, uh, saying famous quotes from basketball movies, mm-hmm. uh, which the kids are getting a kick out of. And he's you know the but whole he's time also he's analyzing like, them. It's like you need to you need to spend you need to put more effort into your legs. Yeah, and then you'll do that. Yeah, so. you got to jump higher here. Basically, all give, giving exact mathematical percentages mm-hmm. and stuff. So you know it's legit, <laughs> but uh, after that it was something like it goes outside. I think. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. So then after that it uh, zooms outside and you see uh, Gene walking up with the assassin. Yeah. And um, you know, obviously they're just lazily walking towards the school just to walking. do whatever they're yeah. doing. Yeah. And uh, Yua pops up. Yeah. Ames drives up with her van. She just jumps out and she's like, "Oh, I found you sooner than expected." Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, Jin's like, "Oh, so you wanna you wanna mess with me, yeah, Valkyrie?" Give it a shot. <laughs> so they both do their transforms. It's this is cool. the first time you see Jin actually initiate the transform. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is also where I wanted to point out that the 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 bird progress key is different. It's different than what it was before because when it opens up, it shows a dead bird inside. Oh, like a skeletal form of the bird. Oh, yeah. There's no getting that one back. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, probably just a way so they can sell it twice with just yeah, a different sticker. Exactly. Well, I mean, they, he, they're different belts too, so I imagine yeah. you would have to sell it twice in order for it to work. But maybe not. No, because the the key fits in. The key activates normally. Mm. Like I can put uh the keys because because i have the belt i can put any of the keys in there oh okay all right um yeah i didn't know if it worked like that for their belt also so yeah i mean it's because it just uh but their belt what it does is has a function it is it, it opens the belt oh it, okay. it opens the key okay the other ones don't like yeah. zero, zero ones and uh, the gun they open it and put it in um seems like the their belt's guys, a little bit better <laughs> 
you push it and then you pull a little lever and there you go. Yeah. But yeah, so it's got like a dead bird logo on it, which I thought was kind of cool that they changed it. Totally missed that. Um, Are we looking for it next time? So they tra- they change and then they start fighting. Um, yeah, she's doing rushing cheetah. Yeah. So it's interesting. They're they're exchanging blows and it seems like, and it's kind of hard to tell based on the you know the whole episode, but it seems like Jean's just a better fighter. Her suit's more powerful, but I don't think it's the case because. Uh, she it's, just she's not focusing on yeah it. she just ignores him just all of a sudden with her super plus speed. she's in her base form she's not in her hornet form right but. exactly but i mean just the base form is yeah. losing to his uh wingsuit is the way it looks at first and then you find out no she just like jumps around on the side runs across the wall she, jumps down she does a wall run and jumps. whips out a blizzard progress key and puts it into the little assassin's belt yeah the belt so uh it freezes him. Yeah. Which is interesting because it doesn't happen. Well, uh, I feel like it's, she says that's exactly what I thought would happen. Yeah. So I think she was testing what happens when you put a progress key and an extinguished belt. Well, she was putting her, and it was also, it was the freezing one. Right. Yeah. yeah. Blizzard. Yeah. Blizzard key. So, I mean, if she put like the fire key in there, would he just light on fire? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I'm thinking. Cause it's like, but she, remember she is the technical advisor for AIM. So uh-huh. she kind of knows what's going on. She's basically doing an experiment. Yeah. Here. She's experimenting based on, you know, things that she's seen and whatnot. Cause I mean, uh, have we seen keys put in the shotgun before? Uh, yeah. You've seen keys put in the shot in the, in the, uh, Attache, attache cal- caliber. Oh, attache caliber. Yeah, so that, that would have been what I feel like. Atta- uh, no, the attache shotgun. Yeah, attache shotgun. Okay. The 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 sword is the attache caliber, uh, caliber as an Excalibur. Oh, okay, attache caliber. So <laughs> she's seen the keys put in the sword and the the shotgun. Yeah. So I think it was just one of those like, huh, let's give it a shot. Well, it, you'd think that, but as, as we learn, all it's like almost planned. That's what she, that was her plan. Well, that's my point. Yeah. yeah. Is that she? This is what she thought would happen, and yeah. it did happen. So then, um, it goes back inside, and they're talking again. And then there's a scream, and so, um, Fua, Fua, and Arata run out. With, yeah, and Izu just walks out and always catches up to him. And so when it, <laughs> when it goes back to the action, you see, um, Jean and uh, Yua. You know they're still fighting, but now it's like there's couple girls over there that one of them has fallen and forgot that hey if you just stand up rather than scream repetitive just keep screaming maybe you'll actually be safe yeah so her friends are like trying to pick her up and then uh, and then uh Jin like fires some wing pellets at them and yeah like uh, wing blades goes and And, uh Valkyrie shoots some of them out and then takes some blasts doesn't really seem to yeah because it's like a volley and so these girls are about to get hit so she jumps in the way of but while all this is also happening a black van with some some guys in black suits uh in like fatigues drives up yeah black spandex like and berets because you know and and grabs little assassin who's still frozen puts him in a van and drives off and this is one of the things that angers Jin because they stole his assassin he turns around he's like hey wait what and um so they're fighting in like an like a little overpass in the school Mm -hmm. and right uh valkyrie's kind of under the over overpass and um arata and Fua show up. Yep. And she kind of just blends out into the shadows. Yeah, they never kinda, even see her that she's there. Nope. She just kind of just. And walks they off. get distracted because Jin's there. So. Right. So he. So Arto comes up and starts swinging with the sword. And uh, Fua's over there with the shotgun, like, get out of the way. Get out. I'm trying to get a shot here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jean manages to, you know, throw food or not food, but sorry, throws heat into the side, um, you know, through an ex- exchange of blows, as yep. you'd expect. And that's when Fua takes a shot. Bam. So earlier, the first time he did it, 
It knocked him yeah, back knocked to the car or something. <laughs> yeah, so this time he's actually able to keep his footing, and he's like, I'm getting used to it. It slides him back. Yeah. Basically, it's like, I'm getting used to this because I don't want to always transform into the big one. To <laughs> yeah, I'm getting used to the punch because, yeah, you go to punching Kong every single time is kind of a hassle. Yeah. And plus, I mean, how much time does that take? Yeah. So, um, uh, Jin leaves because he says, I got to find my assassin. Other Horobi's going to be mad at me. Yeah. Um, and he flies off, and then it cuts to um, outside the school. Yeah. So, they, But there is a little point where the whole point that uh, – Aruto was fighting Jin because he wants his key back. Yeah, he's like, dang it, I want my my, my little birdie. <laughs> he like little birdie. It's a birdie, but he he says uh he says uh Tori Chan, which is bird chan. Mm-hmm. So just like little bird. Um, and he he doesn't get it. And then it cuts to uh, outside the school, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you caught this little little thing where uh all the students are going out and Fuwa is holding up the the police tape and he walks into the police tape and he drops it right before Hide gets to it. Oh, yeah. So that Hide has to lift it up lift himself. himself yeah. <laughs> now, what I thought was interesting is that all of the uh, the cops, basically all of Ames, besides, you know, the people with faces, are all wearing, like, Balaclavas. helmets and, like, yeah, like, you can't Face see masks. their faces. Yeah, I'm like, uh, are they human they, gear? They're, or they're, they're not human gear because they don't have the head things. Oh, okay. Um, well, I don't know if they would uh, make but this we, but helmets. We see, we've seen that they just use normal people before. Usually, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it would be kind of weird if Ames had human gear, but it's not Especially. totally... Yeah, it, it's not unheard of. <laughs> I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's cop human gears. It just seems I mean, like it'd be a glaring weakness. Yeah, there's been security guard human gears, but um. So yeah, the school is on lockdown basically, and you can't use the gym. And they happen to yeah, tell all just the classes the, are canceled, and all the extracurricular. Yeah. Can't even say the word extracurricular activities. Are uh, yeah canceled. Uh, and it just happens that they're only telling the the basketball team this. Um, uh huh. <laughs> and you know they're all kind of depressed, and and then it cuts to right. Then it cuts to uh, Aruto walking with Izu, saying, "So his uh, Kobe's GPS is in here, and it's to the gym." And they walk into the gym, and Kobe's just practicing with yeah, the they're team, practicing anyways with the team. And uh, yeah, <laughs> he's just like he's trespassing. Yeah, how how is a human gear trespassing? Because well, you know. it tur- and then uh, Arata arranges for a hidden basketball court. Yeah, and allows him to train there, and he's helping them train. And this is when we see his shirt. Yeah, because his- normally his uniform, what he normally wears, is a hooded sweatshirt with a blazer over it. Yeah. So it's like every every day it's the same exact outfit but it's different. Cuz it's a different hooded sweatshirt and a different blazer. Yeah. But um and so he's got his blazer off and like Izu's holding it like she's a secretary cuz that's what right. she is. And his sweatshirt just says corned beef. Yeah, it just says corned beef. And has on like it. two like tins of like spam on it. It's just weird. Uh I mean do, okay, we 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 do the same thing with just random Japanese thrown out like tattoos everyone does it right yeah well not everyone i don't have a tattoo but the point is it's popular yeah uh, i can only imagine things that translate the same way not necessarily i've seen people have like tattoos of like toilet on them and, yeah and stupid things. corned beef corned beef i, love I wonder it. what they think it means probably don't even tell whatever so here's a shirt with english words on it take it so um this is uh he he then uh Artist is helping him practice and this is when he's thinking about how did he even trespass he shouldn't have been able to trespass mm-hmm. and then he, it's going against his, the rules and yeah exactly it's like uh, they're programmed not to break the law first off yeah. I mean I'm sure there's like some code or whatever the you know. three laws or whatever yeah but uh so you see the coach and he's teaching him of course the kid's like doing some th- free throws and he's missing and so he gives him another one of his uh you know basketball movie quote inspirational speech type things and then he makes the shot and they're uh basically the 
the coach said that we have to practice today. The reason why that they had to practice was because if they don't practice, there's a 17% chance that they'll, or so it'll increase their odds of losing by 17 cents or 17 cents. It'll reduce their chances of winning by 17%. Yeah. That's how you actually say it in English. <laughs> so anyways, then it goes to uh, later on, Arata's walking with one of the kids. Yeah, the number four. Number four. Utah. Utah, which is the the uh, paid actor. Yeah, the only one. <laughs> the, um, the important one. And they're talking, and Utah points out that they haven't won a game in two years. Yeah, haven't won in two years, and that... Uh, if they lose this game... Some of the members may quit to focus on their schoolwork. And then they won't be able to have the class anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's important that they win this. So then it goes to Arata talking to the head teacher, saying, yeah. I'm not going to reset him, because I think he's actually doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah, they said that basically the the Humagear is just going through its necessary learning algorithm. The reason why it's behaving like this is because all of the all of the uh, players want to train longer and want to train harder, and right. so he is facilitating that because he was told to be the best coach, basically. Yep. And so he learned that from nineties uh, uh, <laughs> movies, right? And that's how you do it. Um. So the the head teacher or whatever is like, okay, so let's make a bet on it, and then it's like, okay, so if if they lose the game. You have to reset the coach because they're going to anyways because they're going to quit. They're going to quit. So why not? Yeah. Right? But if you win, then you know business as usual. And he then doesn't want to. Uh, Arata doesn't want to do that. Do it because he feels like it's not his duty to give that deal. Right. But um, Kobe was listening. Opens the door and says, "Okay, we'll do it. <laughs> we'll do that deal." Yeah, because he's like he's so sure. Yeah. So uh, and then it cuts to the game. Yep. They tie it up. And the coach says, Kobe says, one more, one more point win. And it's number four. Yeah, at this point, he gets fouled. Utah has two free throw shots. He misses the first one. He calms down. He focuses. And he misses the second one. <laughs> the other team grabs the ball, runs, dunks it. Oh, it doesn't dunk it. They yeah, just, lay they, up. They lay up. Two points. Two seconds go by. There's actually like a whole like six seconds when this happens because the, the entire the entire team just like oh and then they you know, yeah they, pretty they much down. they give up and it's it, like you know you could have made you, you could have ran the ball down by already you could have shot from the distance nobody does anything they're just like oh we already lost huh. and they lose which I think is amazing yeah, I love that it, it goes through this whole subplot and like interracial speeches and it shows him doing the free throws and you're thinking oh here's this moment he's gonna do the free throw no loses it's I good. love it. She's gonna throw some bricks. But at that point, when they lose, the te- the head teacher he like stands up to cheer for a second. And they realizes that he shouldn't be cheering for his own team to- because everybody is still there. Like the pre- yeah. the 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 parents are actually there cheering. Yeah, the cheer- the the parents were happy. I mean, the parents aren't against the basketball; they're against the extra hour of practice, right? Because they need more studying. Um. So then it <laughs> then it walks then it goes to like everybody walking on a a bridge, and the t- the teacher's like doing like fake out moves, pretending to play basketball because he's happy because he finally won. Yeah. Um and the kid the kid basically Utah, yeah. Yeah, Utah stops and is like, I think I'm gonna quit. Coach, I'm quitting. So it's funny that he's like he's saying, you oh, know, some of the kids are thinking about quitting. Really he was trying to say is I'm thinking about quitting. Well he, he wants to quit because he thinks that they he cost them the game. Well he did. I mean he did quit. <laughs> I mean he failed. I mean, but it's just like it's a just a game. He missed but, two I mean, free throws. He missed two free throws, but everyone just starts losing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Many NBA players can't make their no, free throws. It's, <laughs> it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. It's just that it'd uh, be really funny if the, like but, you said when we were watching it the second time, if the, he's like, I feel like it was, <laughs> I lost this the game. If the if the coach was just like, yes, yes, 
He didn't Are you going to make that. another point? <laughs> He's like, yeah, of course. But no, uh, he says, I'm going to quit the game. I'm going to, it's my fault. And so Kobe grabs a basketball and throws it like super humanly fast. Launches the kid, it. Launches it. Knocks him down. He's like, oh. <laughs> and he runs over. He's like, you caught that. Yeah, you Th- caught that. That was, was faster than any player in the NBA. Basically yeah. saying that you're a good player. Right. You can just, if you just work hard, you can do it. And um, he gets down, gets another inspirational quote. And then the teacher comes up and is like, hey, wasn't that, chi- wasn't that student abuse just going on there? Right. He just assaulted him. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like, it's like uh, he is uh, trying to hold him back. Like, hey, because no. he, he brings out the controller. He's about ready to reset. Right. And he's just like, don't do it. Don't do it. And then Fu is just like, hey. He's right. That <laughs> he's kid like, should just get assaulted. <laughs> he's just like, and if. Without his gun. He didn't. He's not going to do it. Ames is going to do it. Get his gun. About ready to shoot him. And then. uh. That's Kobe just yells like, no. no, and he asks, "Why am I here?" Yeah, what, what? Uh, basically, that question that we've been asking or I've been hoping would be brought up for, and he says, since the start of this, I have been brought here to give them the best coaching. Why aren't basically? Why are you keeping me from doing the thing you want me to yeah, do? Yeah, I want to see these kids win the spring tournament. Well, that's just it. Is like and then it starts showing. He starts talking about his hopes and his dreams, like what he wants to do. Yeah, and he then wants, he like, wants them to win. And and Arita is just like basic. Arita keeps what's going on here. And then you hear Jin off to the side. He's and Jin's just like zero one. Yeah, you don't have secret identity. So uh, right, he has a semi secret identity. Right. <laughs> um. He says, uh, what you're witnessing is a human year gaining gaining sentience, and mm-hmm. this is these are the ones we choose basically. Yeah, these are the ones that we want to make our little friends essentially. Yeah. And then it fl- goes through a flash of all the ones up until now. Yeah. What I want to point out here is that this is not actually right. Well, see, that's just it, and that's the thing that makes this interesting: is the only human gear that we've seen are human gear that uh, all get turned except for Izu, right? And all the other ones don't do anything. Like, literally just stand around and do whatever their job is. They don't have any sort of interesting interaction. No, those ones can be turned into the generic foot soldiers. Sure. The trial. That's my point. Is so these ones, the ones that we see, that we actually see their lives and stuff, are all... What Gene is saying is that all of them were gaining a little bit of sentience, and so that makes them susceptible yeah. to Metsubo Jinrai. So it's like we haven't actually seen a control... Uh, as far as the study is concerned, we haven't seen just the lazy, like, oh, well, I've done what I've done, and now I'm just going to stand here and look at you until you tell me to do something else. Like, the, the kind of, what I'm getting from Humagear, apparently, is all of the other Humagear just sit in the dark until it's time to do their job. Yeah. Whereas these ones, like the tour guide, for example, was like talking to the vice president about what they need to be done. Like, remember when I was, yeah. that episode where I was like, what the hell, who the hell are you to be in my office telling me anything? Yeah. That's just weird. But no, the, the thing is, is that, the lists of they show the, all these human gear and they show the sushi guy. He wasn't turned into a majin. He was turned into a trilobite. Oh yeah. <laughs> In that episode, it was just a random barber <laughs> turned yeah, into. Yeah, that's monster. right. That is right. I <laughs> forgot that. <laughs> so, so they messed up on that one. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, it could be that he could have well, been. It also, it's also because the he didn't slap a belt on him, though. Yeah, I mean, so he, it could have been that it could have worked. He could have been, but the thing is, is they showed in the flashbacks they showed all the ones that had been turned into these monsters, and he then hadn't him. been. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, the idea is that we haven't had a control because they're not going to have an episode With where just everything a, just man. goes, everything goes good. Yeah, there's just a boring guy sitting around. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but I mean, we have seen it sort of. We've seen kind the ones that have been turned into trilobites, like the uh, the uh, manga guy. Mm, yeah, all of them. 
all they, the other uh, uh, human gears in his service had been just been working and yeah. worked him to death. And then the Didn't, one that was like kind of stopped trying to stop him from doing that was the one that transformed. So yeah. we have sort of seen and all the other uh, guards. Right. We're just, we're just fine. But anyways, but, but yeah, uh, like literally working until they just fall over because they don't work anymore. Yeah. As an example of the kind of stuff that we haven't actually seen up close and personal. Well, the, 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 uh, the manga guy, he, he, he worked them to death. No, that's what I mean. Is that we there? That was not their story. The story yeah. was not. Yeah, you because they don't with, they don't show that because that would, <laughs> it be, a would be really story. weird. Yeah. It would be a boring story. Or, anyways, uh, <laughs> but so um, he jumps up, slaps a belt on the teacher. Yeah, see, that's he just jumps up and he and Kobe gets got. Yep. Uh, that happens in Common Rider also. <sighs> yeah. Well, I mean, this happened. It was like really bad on the last episode with, like I said. I, he looked like he just walked up to the stage, no, he but jumped he jumped to the, to the stage. This is one of those situations where he just walks up, though. No, he jumps. No, he jump, He walked through them. He pushed them to the side because Fua and Hedon were... Because Fua was trying to shoot Kobe, and they were wrestling over the gun. Oh, at which I, point... I, th- I thought he just jumped over. Gene just walks through and pushes them, basically brushes right through them like expert... Well, he's, he's a human guy. Running he's, back. He's, he's good at it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, and so, I mean, he showed him to be strong. Yeah, so, so. he... Slaps the belt, gives him mammoth. Another mammoth. one we don't have to look up. Um, yeah, I and, what a mammoth is. <laughs> yeah. And he transforms, and uh, and then he starts fighting, and they have to, they transform. Uh, yeah, they they both do a synchronized transform, which yeah. I think is the first time I've seen one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just the two of them. Um, and uh, Izu is like politely and very calmly leading the basketball team. Yeah. Like, Let let's us go this way. <laughs> Always <laughs> come. Love it. Um. So uh, do. And then it goes to they start fighting a little bit. And, yeah, and they it, do the kick into the next area. And the then scene. it goes to um, the little assassin walking by, like in an alleyway. Yeah, and it shows that Yua is recording it. Yep. And little assassin also does not have red eyes anymore. No. Um. He and he transforms into Dodo. Yep. So, anyways, let's let's talk about the the suits a little bit. So, what do you think of Mammoth? Mammoth. Um. You know, I'm not a big fan of the the large centerpiece like uh think same thing with the t-rex on double mm-hmm. where it's like just this huge thing on the chest yeah. that's like a head it just it feels weird it looks weird i feel like they had too small of a guy in that costume yeah yeah i mean it's supposed to be really big or at the very least there wasn't enough uh like on the lower section to make it seem like there was a yeah uh, a uh, a feel to it um dodo is interesting yeah, that one was a little interesting. Because Dodo is just pretty much exactly what you'd think of when you think of a mechanical Dodo. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was like almost exactly. I mean, the color was a little different than I was expecting, but it worked out. I guess based on the key, though, I should have yeah. known. But what's funny is that everybody runs from it, and it looks ridiculous. But um, <laughs> uh, So they scream. Uh, like Dodo transforms, and like people in the other way tra- uh, scream, and that's when you see that Izu is actually just guiding the people around Again, there. Yeah, that which mean, which basically just showing that it's not too far away from the other fight. No, it's like right there. So, um, uh, yeah, so it, right now, Hedon is in the Flaming Cheetah. Yeah, he changes initially for, to Flaming Cheetah. Yeah, and... Uh, they're so like they're, fighting they're f- in like a car park. Yeah, they're fighting, and it's... Uh, like the first thing happens is uh, Fu comes in. He tries to do you know his normal moves, but the mammoth just knocks the gun out of his hand, basically tosses him around like he's nothing. So Fu has to go retrieve his gun. Meanwhile, uh, he then goes to do his Hadouken. I don't know what it is. He's just like, like charging up a fireball, a fireball and then fireball. shoots a flaming you know gout of flame or whatever. Yeah. And so the mammoth. Oh wait, I messed something up. First, the first thing that happens is the mammoth throws energy. 
like a blast, which I was laughing about because I was like, I didn't know mammoths could shoot lasers. No, he knocks him up and he sh- he doesn't, he's not blast. He knocks him. He has energy tusks that come out. Oh, is that what that was? It's two energy tusks that like knock him away. Okay, that's what happened. So now that they have the distance, that's when he then shoots the flame. Yeah, so they're but like the energy mammoth tusks. mammoth breathes it in. Sucks it in and then shoots, shoots it, it right back at him. And he, he knocks him down right in front of uh, Izu. He's on fire. He's like, hot, hot, hot. And this is where Izu tries to blow him off. Yeah. <laughs> just, she's like. She doesn't like get even really close. She just kind of bends over a little bit and just. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Um, So he's. uh, And this is where. uh Dodo, I think, joins Dodo the Dodo shows up, says assassinate zero one, runs up. And um, Jin's been watching this whole thing. Doesn't join in. He's just watching the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, that's where he came, came from. Where did he come back from? And so. Um, so now it's two on two. Yep. And this is also when uh, Vulcan runs back and he grabs the attache case yeah. from 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 Izu. Says, I'm going to be borrowing this. And right after he grabs it, uh, yeah, uh, he, he uh, didn't walks back and he's, and he's like, like holding his hand out. He's like, Izu, give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> he's like, what the? And he looks back and sees that the sword's gone and he sees uh, you know Vulcan running off with it with so. the the attache cal the attache caliber caliber. And he's he's like, give me my sword back. <laughs> Right. Poor he didn't he just keeps getting his stuff stolen yeah, constantly he's gonna start getting like uh ptsd about it <laughs> <It's my stuff. laughs> he's just gonna have everything in his arms at all times so they're fighting back and forth a little bit um and then uh he then gets knocked back again and there's a shot off from the side which is an ice shot an yeah. arctic shot yeah freezing dispatch shot and it's uh Valkyrie in Hornet form. Yep, with a another shotgun that's it's all attache blue. shotgun. Yeah, it's the attache shotgun. That's <laughs> what it's called. Um, and she takes out the the freezing key and gives it to Heden, which shows that there's might draw credence to the fact that she's secretly working for a different company. Yeah, because she shows up, pulls out the Blizzard key, is like, "Hey, this should work to defeat Mammoth," and he's like, "Because when she shot Mammoth, it kind of ice part of him over, and he's." kind of stuck and he's mm-hmm. trying to break free yeah and so she's basically Heaton's looking at her like huh and then she's like well just take this as uh uh believe that i i, I'm I know the, what i'm doing essentially because i'm the technical advisor for aims and he says okay and then he gets up gives it a shot switches to arctic bear arctic bear um freezing bear freezing bear freezing bear which uh makes me think it's like there's a giant bear in the uh that just mean a giant bears in the satellite yeah see that's what was getting me about it is because it does the exact same transformation where it goes up to the the space and you see the satellite shoot down the ray and whatnot it's like okay so his satellite was already equipped for unless it's it's generating the blizzard key yeah uh, well yeah so this whole satellite is generating the progress key for him but no it's like it's, it's, it's making the things that come down like like 3D printing them right down. I suppose. I just like I said, it just doesn't seem like the satellite should have that unless there's some sort of weird uh, ad- additional or, company or, or, thing. Or they've had, or it was made and she's just had it. Yeah, had it for a while. Right. Um. Anyway, so he turns into the uh, freezing bear form, mm-hmm. uh, which is like a kind of bulkier bearish form. It's got like icicle things on it. Yeah. Um. But it's like see through, like ice. A, a, you know, like ice. Yeah. <laughs> which most ice isn't see through. Uh, it's really hard to get see-through ice. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is when um, she, uh, Yua joins in and starts fighting with uh, Fua against um, Dodo. Dodo. So she does an attack, and he does a—he uh, puts his key into— Yeah, he puts his key—his uh, 
Wolfkey. Yeah, has Wolfkey into the sword, which was awesome. It's the shooting dispatch slash. Yeah, and it says werewolf attack. Yeah, Jeff werewolf. <laughs> and basically so she, shoot, she shoots with her gun to pin him to the wall. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, he basically Fua jumps up, d- does this like triple front flip slash just, thing. Yeah, like a. Totally awesome. Yeah, and kills that. And then it goes to he, he then who does the freezing dispatch for. Freezing impact. Yes, the freezing impact, aka sub zero everybody. Yeah, he freezes it, <laughs> runs over, and just chops him. <laughs> yeah, just blows He's him been up. playing Mortal Kombat, everybody yep. else playing Tekken. And so then it goes to uh, uh, Jin picking up the Dodo, Dodo key, and then he's and looking around for the mammoth he key. Says Dodo, he says to the Dodo, You're not powerful enough yet. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably see Dodo again. Yeah. Uh, and he goes to look for the mammoth key, and it's gone. And he's like, oh, Horobi's going to be angry again. He's and like, then it turns, for it. goes around a corner, and it shows that Yua has the Dodo, uh, has mm-hmm. the mammoth key. So she took the mammoth key, so there's no telling what's going to happen there. Right. Uh, and then it cuts to... Basically, bath- everything's all right. We're back at the school. Yep. And then it shows a, a new Kobe, because it has the little... Uh, yeah, the new... What'd you say it was called? Oh, it's it's a... Cedron or... Uh, okay. Chevron. Chevron. There we go. Yeah, Chevron the, thing. The, it has the yellow and green Chevron, which is used, which is used in Japan to symbolize a new driver. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's used here to show that it's a new in training, right. um, which is interesting because now the coach, it's actually the kids teaching the coach, yeah, how to play. I bet the coach will learn quicker. So yeah. b- basically, the teacher comes up and it's uh, he didn't. Ezu are there, and the teacher comes up and he says, "What's what's going on? weren't they gonna weren't they gonna break up?" And he said, "No, they decided to stick together." And then there's like four or five other students, and he says, "Isn't isn't there more?" Yeah, like, some kids run up to join, and he says, "Yeah, some of the first years joined up after watching the game and seeing how good they were." Yeah, so he says, "What?" <laughs> he says, and then Kobe and them are gonna learn together, right? Um, so then it goes to like at night into the Ames van and it shows Yua she's like going over the data and the, yeah. the she's going over the footage and then it shows a flashback that shows that Yua kind of reset assassin but left yeah. the assassin 801 function in because yeah. she everyone w- has a use or something like that she says every tool has a use because she sees uh Himagira's tools mm-hmm. and she whatever I mean if get, if you break a tool as long as it does its job it doesn't matter right uh, but she had hacked she had removed the red eye thing and put it blue, but just yeah. like left it as an assassin, which, and then she like let it go. So it's like, I don't know, is she a good guy, bad guy? I don't know. <laughs> like every, everything she, you're like, maybe she's a bad guy. And then she does something, you're like, maybe she's not a bad guy. Maybe she's, <laughs> I still feel like she's an antagonist. Uh, I think she's a third party. Right. Uh, she, I mean, she's definitely, she's a third side to it where it's mm-hmm. going to be, uh, I totally feel, uh, Fua and Arata are going to join forces. Yeah. But she'll probably be on the third side, and then uh, Jin and Horror will be on the other side. Mm. And so that's where the episode ends. Yep. Um. So, although it was hard, what, what's your suck? My suck? Okay, so this is uh, shown a few times in this episode, but letting Jin escape, <laughs> ultimately. So first off... Um, Jin pretty much like has... He walks f- up to explain, oh, that this guy's got sentience. And the whole time I'm like, okay, Fua, take the shot. Like, you've already got your pistol out. You're looking right at him. He doesn't have a suit up. This is the end of it. There you go. Yeah, he but then has he a decides, lot of freedom. But then Fu decides, no, no, no. I'm just going to turn and kill this teacher who just hit this kid with the basketball. <laughs> he's not He's not doing it because he's worried that he's going to take over with the belt. No, no, no. He wants to kill the teacher because the teacher hit the kid with the basketball. Let alone this guy over here who is responsible for countless death. Jin has uh, a lot of plot armor. Yeah. 
this is just really bad this episode. I mean, he's, it's 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 happening all. Time. And then like, okay, nobody goes after him. I can understand you letting him go because she has some weird plan that we don't know. Yeah. But everybody else just like, okay, yeah, we killed Dodo and whatever. And this is what I was saying the other day. Like every single time that they wrap stuff up, if he doesn't just bolt leave. There's no reason why they shouldn't be out looking for him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like lazily yeah, walking around the, the... The car park looking for the keys. Yeah. It's just like, come on, guys. Um, I mean, they could have shown that it was like some time had passed, but they didn't. They didn't. It's just... Yeah, suspensions of dis- disbelief only goes so far. I mean, okay, it, it's implied that time has passed because there are now cars in the parking spaces that he's looking at, whereas there was no cars in the parking spaces when they were fighting. Yeah. So that's my assumption is time has passed. It's just that he was watching the whole fight. They should be like... What it should have done is it should have changed the order of things. It should have had them... Uh, it should have... The next scene should have been the um, the gym. Yeah, after they... And then it comes back to that. The, so that to way him looking... Shows, yeah, so if that would have been switched around, it totally would have seemed like, oh, it's like the next day or something. Right. It's just a lot of suspension disbelief because, okay, like Ames would be picking up everything there would be no keys on the ground like why would you leave those out there for anybody to walk around and the pick thing them is, up no one knows that that, that uh, they're picking them back up except for you well sure but my point is is like why would you yeah. if you're cleaning up the scene why would you just leave it in the parking lot yeah so know. it's just like okay whatever i'm letting it go it's just a, it just annoys me whenever i see him like he's literally holding the gun he's just just a half a flight of stairs down from him <laughs> yeah. and he's like no no i've got to kill this teacher though because he hit a kid with the basketball and the kid <laughs> yeah. caught it and he was teaching him life lessons yeah how dare that teacher teach him life lessons anyway what was your suck uh my suck was the uh, the whole thing about the sushi guy oh yeah like, yeah the glaring like um, he wasn't like if they just wouldn't have had him in that flash line i'll be fine yeah i mean yeah because everybody else had changed yeah yeah so in the context of what jin was saying it doesn't work yeah i mean it does in that yes because he was that, was, that, that was could change but yeah, he, he didn't should not have made that connection yeah because he wasn't changed into a monster he's changed into trial about like everybody else and i'm just like <laughs> exactly uh, <laughs> um it was just probably like an editor would be like we're just gonna throw the every every one we've had so far uh <laughs> so what was your segoy my segoy was the bear suit i love the bear suit yeah i liked how it looked because i liked how it looked it looks so much different than the other ones. It looked bulky yeah. and massive, and it kind of looked more like the older Kamen Rider suits because yeah. the, older, the older guy who used to be in the suit was much a broader guy. Right. I also like the that it was kind of see through, which was different. This is totally different than the others. Yeah, and, and the colors actually work together. The blue and the yellow. Yeah, work together a bit better than some of the other colors. Right. Blue and, yeah, the yellow and the pink, for example. <laughs> yeah. Which we'll probably never see that again. No, so, we're never gonna see that again. But I did like the I did like the bear form. Okay. I mean, there yeah. was a lot I liked. I mean, I loved Izu's little things in the background. The the whole th- oh, basically the entire fight, Izu was clapping when oh, he, yeah, when he you, changed to the bear form. <laughs> changed it to bear form. She clapped. I love that. But um, and I also like that we finally got the. I mean, it was pretty obvious, but they actually straight up said that the the way they choose people instead of just randomly choosing. Yeah, because I mean, we from episode one, I was saying this would be really interesting if there was like a like a individuality and discussion of what makes a human and whatnot. And I feel like we're finally getting that. Which is funny because it's it's actually so they're trying to they're actually against individuality, the bad guys, right? Because but they can only change into monsters the ones that are starting to get some sentience right because then they they lock them into their thing and pretty much brainwash them right there Mm -hmm. so it's they need them to be sentient and then they take it away see that's what that's what that's just it i don't think i don't know if they're against individuality so much as they like individuality but they need to use them as tools in order to get Well, no because you look at the whole arc thing the arc thing is that they want to get the arc and then they'll take over 
right all of the the human gears and just make them do what they want yeah so then they can kill the humans and then there'll be human gear who then can be individuals is what i think is the oh, ultimate yeah. grand plan i think they're probably trying to go for like a singularity type thing where they're yeah. all the same it could be yeah but uh but I think it's funny that they need somebody, they need like human gears that are really into their job so that they can take them away right. and make them monsters. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much all of them, all of them are like, I love humans. And it's like, no, kill humans. Yeah, it's time to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I even pointed out in the first episode when we saw uh, uh, the the muscled comedian, he was reminiscing and smiling. And I yeah. thought that was Gutbuster Taro. It was, it was very interesting considering how they were described. Yeah. And then, you know, we don't have the con- we didn't have the context in that we do now. So I feel like we should rewatch that episode now knowing it's like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need a guide in for the uh, barber. Yeah. <laughs> what was your story? He really loved hair. <laughs> yeah. It's good. cutting somebody's hair is a key into their soul. So what was your uh, Segoy? My Segoy. OK, so obviously, like I said, with the individuality, as far as it being explained, that was interesting. Uh, but I felt like we would talk about that. So that's not the one I wanted to say. Uh, I really like that they can swap weapons because it's got me excited to see what Heaton will do with the gun if he gets his hand on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, I feel like, okay, you're, really, it's I'm, cooking. I, I want him to put, like, the Kong armor on or something. Yeah, well, that too. I mean, switching armor also, I was thinking what would happen if he had Hornet or uh, if she had um, the Cheetah. Oh, not not Russian like Cheetah, but the fire one. Uh, tiger? Firing, yeah, Tiger. If Flaming Tiger. Yeah. Or... uh because I mean, she's good with everything. So it's like, what can you do with the with the shark? You know, yeah. And then, or like, I think shark would go really good with Vulcan. Yeah, I feel like that's his style. Yeah, you know. So yeah, it's, it, I I I do like because I mean that wasn't a while for me because I've seen that. Yeah, you've thing. seen it before, but yeah, this but, is my first time seeing it. Yeah, so. where sometimes they make some weird cuts. <laughs> this is oh. exciting for the future. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, plus it was. That being said, it's not just exciting for the future. This it was really sweet when he had the sword. I was like, yes, this, he's got a very up close and personal style. The gun doesn't really fit him because even though he has the handgun, he's still going in for melee every chance yeah, he gets. Yeah. And him having a sword is pretty sweet. And he was like, he knows how to use it. Yeah, <laughs> the attaché caliber. <laughs> uh, that being said, this isn't a segoy or a suck, but it was something I was thinking about. Was that uh, something kind of bizarre? Like with with Kuga and Double and you know whatever you're seeing all these people die but i'm like whatever okay people die all the time but with this okay you're watching this whole story with them and and they're like okay here's their backstory and all their hopes and dreams and then they die which up to this point it's like whatever it's the same as any other show except that now you watch them come back to life as some sort of fake imitation puppet version of them with none of their memories of stuff and they have to relearn their humanity and it's like and you know it's not the same it's yeah. not the same person. It'll never be the same person. Yeah. It's going to be different. It's just something a little bit more screwed up. And it's like, wow, I actually do feel for you. You, that's, It's funny. You feel more for these robots than you did for the people. Yeah. The 900 people who have died in because, so far. <laughs> because they're not the same. Yeah, because they're, they're no longer the same. It's like, okay, all those people that died, they can be remembered with all their their good stuff but imagine okay like you have a loved one that you really care about and they die and then somebody comes back with the exact replica of your loved one like well here you go teach them how to be them again and you're like well, well uh the, well the thing is is that these human gears are characters and all the people who died in kuka are not characters no They're just numbers no but i'm just saying that even if somebody just straight up you had a whole episode about them and they died i'm likely to be like well you know but these ones it's like yeah you know you're never getting you're never getting them back but we might as well try yeah. and that's just weird it's, so, <laughs> it's like uh, it's off-putting thinking about it Reminds me of, you know, what happens when you lose your, like, save dad is corrupted. <laughs> no, that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's like, how many times that I've lost, like, my whole computer's worth of stuff? And it's like, okay, like, for example, back in the, the good old, uh, 
back in the good old LimeWire days, uh, for those out there that are, you know, yeah. adults now, the two separate times I had like all the songs that I loved, my whole library, and both separate times I lost, uh, like my computer broke or a horrible virus or something like that. Go figure, it's LimeWire. But every single time I'm going through and trying to re-download my songs, and I'm like, wait a minute, I know this isn't all of them. I'm the, I've lost like 400 songs. I can't remember the titles too off the top of my head, so I just have to come across them in passing. And that's kind of difficult because the only songs you're going to come across in passing is songs that other people are listening to yeah, or that's playing on the radio or something. So that like one obscure band that you really, really like, now you can't remember the song title. Ugh. So now we have the hard part because zero one's always the hardest about this. Mm-hmm. The writer ranking. Yep. I was worried about this. What what do we have so far? So number one is Ichigo. Obviously. Number two is Vulcan. Number three is Double. Number four is Valkyrie. Number five is Zero One. And number six is Kuga. Now for me, I think Valkyrie's become a much better character because mm. more's happened to her. Mm. Um I mean, it's hard for me to distinguish from Double because I know everything about Double. Based on what you've seen so far of Double, I would think that Valkyrie is a more interesting character than Double is mm. right now. Yeah. So, um, and I don't think much happened with Aruta. I see, honestly, I, I feel like everyone should just stay where they are. The reason, my reasoning is that I was already kind of expecting all this from Valkyrie. So it's like, although we did see uh, Zero One totally go against the like his company policy and everything oh true because he saw the passion yeah and and he did it in a way that was professional by saying that this is the learning algorithm and all that so that you know that's true i feel like he should bump up but i don't want to bump him up higher than valkyrie because like you said valkyrie did show a lot of uh pizzazz here but then it's like (laughs) do i want to bump her up higher than double no uh maybe yes because philip pissed me off that episode let's (laughs) bump valkyrie up you reminded me so did you want to bump zero one above double though (sighs) that's tough do I want to drop double all the way down? Yeah, yeah. Heaven's Tornado, the last half of Heaven's Tornado. Heaven's Tornado is horrible. I agree with that. And if I, Heaven's Tornado would, it's like something that would almost make me stop watching the show if I was. (laughs) By yourself and you didn't know anything about it. Yeah. I almost feel like I want to drop it down to six, but I'm like, no, 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 no. Just. Dude, Kuga, like. Wait until the second part. The problem is Kuga is just so. Love the show. Don't really care for the writer. Yeah, the character himself with Godai is kind of boring. It's just yeah, it's very boring. That's all it is. He he's just the same shonen protagonist. Yeah. So at least at least Hiden's like got a more interesting world to work with, I suppose. Yeah. So leave leave uh, Vulcan at two. I mean, I can't I can't bump him up this episode. He really didn't. This was not a him episode. No. Just so much as he was there and everything was cool. So it's kind of like okay, what did he do? Oh, he did use. But I mean, but it was the same type of. I, it, it's it's exactly what you expect. Yeah, it's like I mean, I love this. I mean, it's, it's something that would bump him up to two, but you know, I don't think he's better than Ichigo. In this case, yeah, I would say in this case, it wasn't really a suit so much as a an a attachment. See, this is the the funny thing between Kuga and Ichigo because it's pretty much the same as that they haven't changed his characters, right? But the way Ichigo doesn't change as a character strengthens him. Yeah, it's more interesting. The way Kuga doesn't change weakens him. Yeah, like doing embroidery when he should be out there trying to become better at what he does. Because it's it's because Ichigo was awesome to start with and he just stays awesome. Yeah. And Kuga was cool to start with. And now he's kind of like... This kind of guy might be fun to hang out with for a while until he starts to annoy you in some way or leaves at a critical moment. He seems like a guy who'd be really into 
craft beers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like honestly, most of his friendships are probably ended because somebody's trying to tell him something like their deepest, darkest secret, and then they turn around and he's already left the room because he's just got something else to do. Yeah. <laughs> and he just well, he wasn't thinking about it. He's just like, Oh, ooh, piece of candy. Yeah. <laughs> Lady D going on. You don't learn two thousand skills with focus. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Especially he doesn't say he had. He doesn't say he's good at. No, he doesn't say he's good at all. I think he says he might have mastered them, but whatever. Right. Anyways, <laughs> the worst part is too that it's like. uh how expensive getting new cards would be. That's, that's why it was kind of funny. He just scribbled out, but it's like, what happens the next three times you learn something? <laughs> okay. So our next episode of zero one is episode eight of zero one. The destruction begins now. Ooh, sounds like it's going to be, interesting. that sounds very interesting. But our next episode of the podcast is common rider 71, uh, season episode eight, which is entitled, um, strangeness. Be woman. Yeah, be woman. Be woman. I'm still looking forward to that one. Yeah, I remember it. It's 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 very 70s. I remember. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. There's one that like really got me, and I really liked. It was just a scene in it. I'm trying trying to remember. I mean, because uh, coming is kind of hard because it's very episodic. So, it, it's it's uh, there's a scene of how because uh, they always have to make a reason why of how uh. Hongo gets into the situation. Okay, yeah. Sometimes it's they're going after him, but most of the time it's like something happens along the way. Right. And there's one that I, I can't, but I can't remember the situation he gets into, but I remember the, the situation. The, Leading the, up the, to the it. scenario, and I just really loved it. I don't want to spoil it. but Okay, okay. I don't, I don't, I don't know, because so I don't know which one it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that will be our next episode. See? And that's going to do it for us today. Riding Through the Ages is a production of Fanboy Opinion. If you want to find out more information, you can look it up at fanboyopinion.com. You can follow us on Twitter at fanboy underscore opinion. If you have any questions or comments or anything you want to ask us about, you can email us at fanboyopinion at gmail.com. Please don't forget to rate and review us on the podcatcher of your choice. My name is Eric. And I'm Eugene. Join us on our next time as we go through another age of Common Rider.